Recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. <laughs> Let's go, Chrissy! Hey. Yes! Second all right, let's try this again. It's the Pit Life Barbecue <laughs> Podcast, where we talk all things barbecue and any other topic you may talk around the pit. Back from technical difficulties, and I believe we are live, joining us yeah. remotely. We are now. My little four foot nine friend, C-Mac. What's, What's up? up, kids? What's uh, up, brother? Sorry I was not able to be there in person. My daughter's got a little uh, Christmas chorus. So right after this, I'm fussing over there and... Uh, you know, to, to listen to the, the, the jolly little uh, middle school singers. So, Kent, before you say anything, it was all Chrissy's fault. All Chrissy's fault, Kent. Don't yep. blame us. Blame the producer. I can That's, give you the address. You're welcome to come over and have words with me falls, if you like, Kent. It's, it's going to fall back to the producer anytime we're late. It's just it's yeah. what it is. I just wanted to give an independent like viewing to my personal Facebook page <laughs> instead of the Pit Life Barbecue it's one. Like, it's kind of like every problem in a real estate transaction falls back on the realtor. And it's just, yeah. It is what yeah. it is. We're the punching bags, okay? I feel yeah. you, Chrissy. That's fine. Still love you, though. It Thanks. did give me time to finish my first beer. So See, now I'm on the number two. Everything is good. <laughs> uh, what's up, dude? How we doing? How was Man, your week? How was your week? Uh, well, I was about to say nothing, but a lot of stuff has been going on. I'm uh, I'm currently in the crunch time for planning. We do a small, semi-private version of SantaCon here in town to yes. benefit, uh, benefit some uh, charity and to, to drive some extra business to our local uh, breweries and bars and restaurants. And that's this weekend. So been in crunch time for that. That's cool. But also has something really fun. I know yeah. I posted, you guys might've seen it. So I did a um, collaboration with uh, brewery Sylvaticus here in town okay. um, and Kaha roasting company. So the roasting company provides brewery Sylvaticus with their coffee beans for any of their beers that they have. Uh, this happened to be uh, Guatemalan roasted coffee beans that had been in a bourbon barrel. And so they use it in some of their beers. Um, we did a collaboration. We did a rub. Uh, let me see. We did a, a rub. So uh, Sylvaticus and C-Mac Cooks and okay. Aged Coffee Bean Ancho Chili Barbecue Rub. So Dude. for any of our local folks, yes. uh, you can order. They're doing pre-sales right now for pickup next weekend when they uh, release one of their uh, uh, one of their phenomenal new beers, Long Shadow, that's been, uh, I think, two years in the making. Um, but had some fun with them doing a little limited edition, uh, rub. And we're, we're talking about doing a whole line of kind of beer and barbecue infused, uh, rubs in the, uh, in the, uh, in the future. So how much if you're in the North shore that is... and you want a C-Mac rub, come on down to uh, brewery Sylvaticus Saturday or order some online. They got a bunch of other stuff too. It's great stuff. How much fun does that sound like? That just yeah. sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Doing uh, you know, what, listen, you, you doing know what me we love. I, I love. I love working with and supporting the, you know, our local businesses. We've got so many fabulous ones. We've got a great one on today. We'll talk about that in a second, but uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's so much fun and uh, you know, it gives me something to do and keeps me out of trouble. That's awesome. Now, yeah. again, back to that SantaCon thing. That's something that you actually used to do back in California and then brought no, it to the No, 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 no. Actually, you just started um, that from scratch so I was here. aware of it. So yeah. most of these big cities have it. Um, 
but I did uh, decided to kind of try one here again, okay. kind of semi-private about two years ago. Well, two years ago, we mm-hmm. did the first one. We had about 70 people and it was a, it was a huge success. And last year we actually did a virtual Santa con over zoom. A bunch of drunk uh, Santa's passing out online all over the place. Pretty much. We had a beer <laughs> chugging contest and, or actually it was a crowler 32 ounce, uh, Sylvaticus beer chugging contest and a few other things. But, uh, sounds awesome. this year we're, uh, we're doing it live and we're, we're going to try to be, be safe and spread things out a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, yeah. that's awesome, dude. I love it. I love yeah. it. What about you, buddy? Me? Oh, I had that event last week for the one twenty. Um, last Thursday, uh, was a holiday party, uh, in Burlington and I did six I opened up an 80 pound brisket box. There was four briskets in there. Wow. (laughs) We're freaking huge, dude. 18 to 22 pounds a piece. I cut off a lot of fat. They were Costco too. And I don't usually get a Costco, but right now you can get them 4.99 for, you know, per pound case. Yeah, for you know, usually I wouldn't go through Costco. Uh, Costco for uh, and when you get them consistent when you get a case, are meat. those are those Costco's prime brisket? That's their prime full packer. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we did six of those Larrys, big boys. Um, they are they just came out phenomenal. Those briskets, I, I don't know what it was with those specific ones, but uh, you saw I posted one um, a pic um, on uh, on Saturday of, of one of those things, and yeah. it was just like. Phew, deliciousness but no great party pork belly burn ends smoked chicken thighs uh pulled and uh great great feedback so uh, it sounds like we'll be going back next year and doing that same party which is uh killing it baby killing it out there good stuff but let's get into things because we have an awesome guest today so whether you're barbecuing or not we always keep the smoke rolling thanks to our friends the two guys cigars.com today we're smoking the Roy, was it the Roy House Blue Bonnets? Thanks that to is our friends. the Roy House Blue it Bonnets. It is actually delicious. I'm halfway through it, it already. It is really nice. Thanks uh-huh. to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. This episode also brought to you by... You know. Come on now. Come on. Do I really go. have to say anything? Let's effing go. All right. You know what? It's not your creepy uncle that comes over at, at Thanksgiving. We and, all have and one. Does weird things. Yeah. It, it's Uncle Steve. It's all Uncle right? Steve. Trustworthy Uncle, Uncle Steve. Steve. Uncle Steve Shake. Listen, you know him. You love the guy. Uh, we talked about it before. Hey, he's got, and I think we're still good for shipping, by the way, because mm-hmm. he's got that fabulous uh, holiday gift box. Yep. Forty nine ninety nine. And get you everything, all twelve of his rubs, yep, and including the dessert shake. Listen, smoke he's a bomb. great guy. Mm. Um, if you're, you know, if you're thinking about smoking some meat and grilling or whatever for for Christmas dinner, um, you don't want your family to leave and go to your neighbors because your neighbors got Uncle Steve shake. I'm right? your neighbor, and they're gonna come yeah. to my house and eat How many times my does that food. Happen? Right. <laughs> all right, get with it, Uncle Steve shake. Great guy. Get yourself. Tell him C-Mac and the barbecue broker sent you, and uh, he'll get you free overnight shipping and all 47 flavors. That's it. Right? That's so, it. Okay. Maybe not either one of those, but he'll take good care of you. Uncle Steve Shake. <laughs> At least Who 12 else or 13 is the show brought flavors. to you by? Oh, come on. You know? You know? Mr. 
Ryan Newland of Backline Smokers, Backline Fabrication in Austin, Texas. You know this is what I roll with. Ryan makes one-off custom pits, live fire devices, especially the multi-tool, which is pot plancha, pot, uh, pot charcoal grill. You can hang stop meats from the top. Uh, I mean, really, the possibilities are endless. He's a one-man shop, so this guy is really putting all his heart and soul in his love, Chrissy, mm -hmm. into every build. He's sneaky. He talks to you. He gets to learn what you like, what you dislike. It's like a relationship when he's building you a smoker. And then he incorporates these things into your smoker and just absolutely blows your frigging mind on the reveal. Look at it just comes down to it is that he's a huge, he's, he's a major builder in, in Austin, Texas. But unlike some of the other guys, no two pit looks the same when it rolls off of off of his uh, floor. So like Ultimate I said, the possibilities custom. are absolutely endless if yep. you're looking for a one-off custom build. Ryan Newland, Backline Fabrication in Austin, Texas. Hit him up, backlinefabrication.com. And also brought to you by our newest member to the family. Yeah, so when you're cooking on that pit, listen, you want good mm -hmm. gloves to keep yourself safe. MagnaChef gloves, yep. they're, they're phenomenal. Listen, we talked about them. The, you know, forget about those silicone gloves that, uh, you know, trying to, trying to get them off is like trying to, you know, grab a, grab a salmon, right? They're all slippery. <laughs> they got the magnets, all right? They got the magnets. Plot out, boom, get them off. They are heat rated up to 450 degrees. I did a personal test with them uh, last weekend, 7,000 degrees, all right? Wow. Plus or minus a few thousand. Don't quote me on it. Magna Chef does not quote that. No, they but don't. I do. But you can, right? you've, I've seen you hold an actual Fogo charcoal the size of a meteorite lit yep. with the glove in your hand. I can't yeah. do that for a half an hour, but you can move coals around and, and be good. For 12 hours, I was holding that coal. So Magna <laughs> Chef, listen. At Great colors. Uh, you can still hopefully get them in time for uh, for Christmas. Yep. Great stuff. The guy's a firefighter that designed it. Who better than to protect your hands yep. than a firefighter? Magna Chef gloves. Get you some of those. Made in the USA. Let's go. Yes. And there's a um, there's a uh, promo code with that still for fifteen percent off. Do you have that with you? Chrissy, I don't. anyone? I don't. But there is one. <laughs> Come on, Chrissy. What's the that? damn promo code? <laughs> I know we have one. It's usually in the uh, Chrissy puts put it in, in the, the description. She'll put it in the description at the end, right, Chrissy? If someone gets it to me, it's, it's, Greg, it's, it's, we have it. It's why you got why you got to put me on spot like that. It's on the card that Johnny sent you. Anyway, let's right. get to it. C Mac, yes. hit it. All right. So listen, we got all that stuff out of the way. Let's get to the good stuff. All let's right? get to what Johnny Mags calls Chrissy. How long have you been here? Oh, the brass tack. Jesus, God, the brass tack. I'm having a day, everyone. Let's I'm having go. a day. <laughs> Let's get down to the brass tack. So listen, oh, our yeah. guests and possibly guests tonight um, are from one of my favorite butchers. Clubs. So listen, if you're anywhere near the North Shore and probably all of New England, you've heard of these guys. Mm -hmm. uh, they opened up, Warren, shake your head, February of 2019. Yeah. So, so, you know, they got a couple years coming up on three years under their belt. Um, just a phenomenal place. Great people. Happy to have Warren Means. Lisa is somewhere off camera there getting sausage and probably she's, she's beefing. She's getting ready to beef. And if you guys know uh, a modern busher, you know what that means. But uh, listen, I want to 
want to welcome uh, Warren to the show, Modern Butcher, Newburyport. Warren, thanks for coming, buddy. What's up, Warren? Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. So, so listen, uh, you know, we, we've wasted a lot of time with Chrissy's mess up. And, uh, <laughs> I and, love and, it. And Greg and I, you know, talking about people and stuff that nobody cares about. So let's get into the, the, as he says, the brass tech. So I think, listen, you guys opened up 2019. You guys have caught fire for a bunch of different reasons. But I think the mo- one of the most interesting things is both you and Lisa's background coming together to open up the Modern Butcher. So tell us that story. The story. All right. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I'd always loved food. I grew up around food. Food was like the biggest part of my life. Um, I just, as a kid, uh, you know, early 20s, had no direction on what I wanted to do. Um, so kind of fell into the medical field. And was just there because it was good money, good job security. And it just, I was just comfortable there. Um, But still just wanted to do something with food. And um, just didn't know what that was. I didn't go to culinary school or anything like that. And um, just kind of drifted my way through the medical field. Ended up in pathology, which is where I was for 10 years. Uh, So I did that. And then met Lisa and was, you know, talking, one of like third date or something like that was very early on meeting her I was like I you know I want to open a butcher shop I think it would be awesome and she's like yeah let's fucking do it and I was like okay let's do it so we started emailing um whole animal butcher shops because there's no schooling for this it's it's one of those things like it's very very hard to learn unless you have either the lineage in your family or the ability to get a job at a shop like this um, so I sent emails out pretty much up and down the East Coast, New York, uh, Connecticut, and, and a place out in Northampton, Mass, responded and was like, yeah, if you're willing to drive out here, we'll teach you. I was like, let's do it. So we would wake up, you know, ass crack, not even ass crack of dawn. It was like four in the morning. We'd wake up at four in the morning, drive out the two hours, work for a few hours out there, drive back home, work our full time job. And we did that almost every Tuesday for not every Tuesday, but like two Tuesdays a month for about two years until I was pretty much comfortable with everything. Cause all the anatomy knife skills, measuring with your eyes, all that carried over from pathology. So I kind of had a weird leg up on it. Um, so when I was comfortable, we were like, yeah, sell the house, take the money, open the shop. So we did. And that's where we're at. <laughs> that's awesome. So listen, you tiptoed around a little bit, all right? So mm-hmm. you, uh, I, I, so I know Lisa's got background in the bar restaurant industry. Yes. Um, and, and then, so when you say pathology, I just want to make that clear to our folks. Uh, so, so if I if I if I'm wrong here, so your scalpel skills started with essentially cadavers, right? People, yeah, they weren't all dead. I mean, I did do my share of autopsies, yes, um, okay. but most of the things that we get were parts that came off of or out of the body. Yeah, um, and just you know, doing that, cutting that was where it all essentially came from. But if you put a person on the table, I could break the person down pretty quickly. Um, this is insane so, shit I, right here. I, I, just think, I just think that's the. We're talking butchering humans. Are you? Know how many, humans, how many humans? How many human briskets can be fit in a smoker? Is the question. It's so similar. It's so similar, <laughs> right? Creepy but awesome at the same time. Holy shit! Yeah. Yep, it's it's <laughs> great. We'll have to. Uh, there, there's a few of our uh, a few of our podcast listeners that we may want to uh, you know send over for for that. We'll get them on the show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
What's up, Dan? What's up, Dan? What's up, Kev? Jeff Brown. Thank- oh, Jeff Nelson says Royal Twenty One. By the way, is the uh, Magda Sh- <laughs> the Magda oh, Chef promo code. Right. Thanks, Jeff. Code it's now. in the notes. What's up, Thank you. Yeah. I know. I know. You know. You're there, I Kent. Got it. Love you, buddy. So, um, hey, what's up, Cry Daddy? What's up, guys? Thanks for watching. Good stuff. So that is an awesome story. Yeah. That is like in the measuring of your of the measuring of uh, your eyes from humans, basically transfers over to cows somehow. Yeah. Well, I mean, anatomy wise, yeah, yes. cows, pigs, it's all, it's all the same. just separating muscles and everything. Yep. But like cutting like steaks in sequence at a certain measurement. Same thing with bacon or anything that you're cutting like that carries directly over. So I'm pretty friggin' accurate when it comes to that. That's awesome. awesome. Do you shop? Yeah. How do you uh, shop in your? Uh, what's your method of, of shopping your knives? Okay, I'm, I'm assuming obviously being a butcher, your knives have to be just freaking razor, razor, razor shop. Do you shop on them Correct. yourself? Do you send them out to be shopping once a week? Like, what's your process for your for your knives? Yep. So once a week, uh, there's a place by my house. It's a super easy swap. I, I change my knives out every single Monday and then just basic maintenance here with the sharpening steel. And that's kind of it. But awesome. had I not had this company, you know, help me out with this, then yeah, I'd spend quite a bit of time on stones and, and, you know, really putting a lot of effort in, but they've cut that part completely out of our everyday you know, routine. So it's just, I have the confidence in them and their knives that I can just, you know, swap them out and be good to go on Tuesday. That's actually really cool. We have a couple sets of knives. You just swap them out every week. Yep. Always guaranteed yep. sharp knives at, at the beginning of the butchering. Yeah. Calendar. I mean, a sharp knife is a safe knife. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Straight up. Absolutely. So, Fantastic. So Warren, you got, so when you guys were getting ready to, to open and, and obviously that's continued through, You've really focused, and, and I think what separates you from a lot of other butchers, especially large butchers, is the whole animal and knowing where everything comes. So talk a little bit about that, where you guys source your your uh, your animals from. and So while we were building this out, it took us a solid year to build it out, literally actually to the day from when we signed the lease. Uh, took us a year to do it. So in that year, we spent time traveling to farms all over New England, um, getting to know the farmers, getting to know their products, how they're doing their animals, how they're putting their animals down. Um, because yes, that quite literally means everything to us. And you know, especially with the slaughter process, that can wipe out all of the hard work that the farmers did. And on top of all that is that people can put things online like organic or humane or pastured just as buzzwords for people to read. And, you know, that's all they're focusing on when they don't know what that actually means behind that, Um, which, you know, some farms that we visited, we don't work with because I don't like their practices. I don't like how they're slaughtering or where they're slaughtering or what their definition of pastured actually is because they'll have chickens that are quote unquote pastured and they have a five by five patch of grass and that's considered pastured, which is bullshit. Um, and it's, you know, just because something's organic doesn't mean that it's good because there's not a lot of humane practices behind certain forms of organic. Um, so we needed to physically see that. And then the same thing with the slaughter process, I need to see this and see how things are done. Cause we're super picky about a lot of things here. Um, so I actually want to see if there's truth with this to what they're actually telling us so that I can give that truth to our customers because they deserve that. And that's what I want as a shop, full transparency. You know where the animals are coming from. 
how they're broken down and where like we have control over all of that. Um, and then again, with the slaughter process, I don't want our animals penned. I don't want them, you know, reestablishing a pecking order and going through stress right before they're put down so that they're, you know, the, the quality of the meat is immediately taking a cut because of the stress and, and the, you know, the fighting that they have to do. And again, back to pathology, I know what pre and post-mortem bruising and everything looks like. So I can call bullshit on anyone because mm. of so again, I, I'm picky about that. Um, a lot of the slaughterhouses are super lenient about that. We had a couple of discussions with them about how and when our animals are put down. Uh, Bill, one of our farmers out in Ashby, Mass, the name of his farm is Laurel Ridge. They actually allow him to walk his animals to the kill floor. So they're with him, you know, right up to the last moment that they're alive. So they're comfortable, they're calm. They're, you know, with someone familiar. So they're not really stressed out. Um, so we put a lot of work into, you know, what goes into that case um, on every end of it, every aspect of it. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's, that, that, that's awesome. I mean, I think anybody that's kind of looked into, you know, the whole the whole industry. Right. I mean, there is something to, to absolutely be said about how animals are treated up until, you know, up until the end and the stress of the animal and so sure. forth. Um <laughs> I'll tell you another thing I love about places like yours that do the whole animal and kind of own it from, you know, as they say, from rooter to tutor, right, is yeah. that you can get very specialized cuts, which I know I have from you many times um, as of late. In fact, last time, Greg, I was on the show, I was mm -hmm. talking about uh, doing a little tacos de lingua. Yes. And uh, Warren got me a couple of uh, cow tongues. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> Those look good. I, I, I had I invited a few people over because you know you are cooking something special like that. You yep. want, and I've had them before. First time ever cooking them, and but you know people, even people in the in the barbecue grilling community, you know some can be a little, uh, uh, you know, what's that? Uh, Warren, Warren, they were fan freaking tastic. Oh, so good, so good. I but mean, but that's, that's again awesome. a lot of you know so. <clears throat> Sorry, I went off on a tangent. I got excited thinking about my tacos. But uh, somebody wants, uh, you know, a special cut. What, what are they going to do? They got to call you and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm looking for. Or what uh, do you get a lot of requests? Yeah, I, there's a lot of, I mean, always, if you know you want something in particular, call me. Come in, email me, whatever. Um, chances are I do have it. If not, it'll be a very short period of time until I have it again. Because we have animals constantly coming in here. Um, but it's, it, yeah, I can quite literally do anything you want. Friggin' steamship roast. You want one of those? I can do that shit. I've never seen anyone order it. I've never had one myself. Wait, I'm not, I'm not even sure what, what is that, that again? Is. A steamship steam roast? Steamship <laughs> roast. What the hell is what that? What is that? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't even know what it is, but I think I need one. What? It, it, sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like I should, wait, should I, should I look that up in the urban dictionary first? Because I just, I feel like that should be right next to like the Cleveland steamer or something. You know what I mean? Steamship roast the whole back leg of the cow big like the big back like a big friggin' roast um something simple okay bone-in brisket ever smoked one of those i mentioned no. a bone-in brisket earlier c-mac did i not right. did yeah. i not i did on the way right no i've never smoked a bone-in brisket is that where the ribs the uh part of the rib cage is still attached exactly. of oh, the uh the, the, uh, the breastplate yeah. right or whatever okay. right, oh, all right. Yes. so yep. so the plate so the plate ribs are still on 
Yes. Yeah, got it. Okay. So, right. so see, that's th- that's what I love about this. Yeah. And th- and actually, that's going to take. Before we get, I know Kyor asked about the sandwiches. Kyor, we'll get to the sandwich program in a second because I know there's a lot of buzz around that. Settle down, Kev. Right. But um, <laughs> the other thing that I think Warren that you guys do that's really cool and that I've learned a lot from is I had the opportunity. I don't know, last summer, last spring, winter, whenever it was, kind of before the pandemic to attend one of your um, uh, pig breakdown classes and the pork 101 classes. And I know you yeah. guys have a bunch of classes coming up in January. So yeah. tell, I, dude, I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, I, I love, <laughs> I know a little bit around the animal, but I learned so much. And by the way, was able to take a whole bunch of cuts home. Uh, tell everybody about what you guys are doing with the uh, with the butchery classes. Yeah, so we offer a bunch. Uh, we offer a beef 101, a pork 101. There's a kitchen 101. Um, and it's basically just walking you through, you know, the entire animal, how to utilize each part of it, you know, different things that you can do. And then, you know, charcuterie as well. We include that in it. Um, so you can, you know, learn how to do that at your house and, and kind of demystify the process because it's not like a difficult thing at all to do. Um, but yeah, we, we break down a side of beef and, or like a half a pig and, you know, explain the parts and how everything, you know, comes out and comes off so that you can apply it to your house as if that was something that you were interested in doing. Um, but you know, tasting, like not so much the pork part, but like the beef one, it's like tasting the difference in texture and flavor from things that come from the front to the middle to the hind quarter of the cow and seeing how vastly different things actually are. Um, but yeah, everyone seems to have a lot of fun in that class. Those classes sell out so friggin' fast. We're booked all the way through like March and we have to add more because they sold out in like three days. It's, wow. it's insane. I guess I won't be taking um, any yeah, January they're, classes. They're super fun. I guess I won't be taking any January classes. <laughs> I just said, I go, really? He's got classes coming in January? I'm like, I'm freaking in. Apparently not. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be uh, end of March, April. We'll start posting new classes. I'd then, love, yeah. love to get in on one of those. That would be super, Please. super fun. That would be awesome. Uh, I own a catering com- barbecue catering company. I'm not yep. really butchering my own meats, uh, but I'm super interested in how that all works. Anytime. Absolutely. That's- yeah. That's freaking awesome. So, Greg, yeah, Greg you and I were you and I were talking a, a little bit earlier and talked a little bit about you know modern butchery. They, uh, you know, started with the whole butchery, but then they kind of added some some other fun stuff. That's not all they do. They do a, an amazing sausage program. I mean the the um, you know the dim sum sausages. That, I mean, you can go down the super creative sausage program. But they also added in a sandwich program, which they've gotten, I don't know if it's safe to say, Warren, a little bit of buzz about uh, since you, know, huh? you guys have started that. Local buzz. Yeah, that, that kind of took on its whole, a whole new life. That's a monster that we kind of lost complete control of. There was never, <laughs> that was never part of the plan. Like the, the plan for the sandwich thing was because the place that we had the apprenticeship at, they did 20 sandwiches a day. So the way we were looking at it was, okay, the parts that we're not using, that's pretty much what they were doing. They would just braise it or or do something with it. And they would do 20 sandwiches a day. And when they sold out, they sold out. So we're like, okay, if we did 20 sandwiches a day, this would add up to this. This would take this much money off the rent. And then we just have to account for this. So I was like, 20 sandwiches a day. Once we get you know comfortable and settled in, we'll do that. 
And we did. And we were doing, you know, 10, 15 a day. And it gradually came up to 20. And we're like, oh, awesome. All right, we're hitting the mark. 20 sandwiches a day. We're good. And then it got bigger. And it was like, okay, we'll we'll do 30 sandwiches a day and see how that goes and keep up. And this was all too when it was just myself and Lisa. We didn't have anyone here. Right. Actually, Patty was here, our daughter. So we had her to here too, taking care of her while doing all this stuff. Um, and then I don't know what the hell happened, but it just like it exploded, like exploded, absolutely exploded. And then I, I have no idea. It's like complete monster of its own. Sandwiches are just insane. And people don't even know we're a butcher shop. They'll come in and be like, oh, you're a sandwich shop. And it's like, wait, wait, what? what? Or they'll come in and see the case and like, oh, you have meat? It's like, yeah, that's the name. So <laughs> so you were doing, um, so what did you do? Like a different uh, a specialty sandwich per day were you, that you started to do? You would just make a yeah. certain one. There was no choice. You couldn't come in and yeah. look at a menu. I want an Italian with everything on it. And I want this one. It was just the specialty one. sandwich. If you if you like it, great. If you don't like it, check back tomorrow. Type of thing. That's exactly. how it rolls. Yeah, one a day. So we can just Yep, pick that one sandwich, do the one sandwich a day, execute it perfectly, and then move on to the next day. What would you say your most popular sandwich was? <laughs> <laughs> the Italian job. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the it's the roast beef. <laughs> the three-way, right? Beef. I mean, yeah. let's talk yeah. about that because it's like for for those that aren't from New England or the Boston area, the north the north shore of Boston area specifically, if you didn't grow up around here, you didn't grow up around all the famous roast beef places that are around. Yes. Most notably, uh probably I believe the first being Kelly's. Yeah. At on Revere Beach. Yep. As we joked about Revere, me, uh, uh, <laughs> which is where my half my family's from, and me and C Max. For those that didn't know Revere last week, we kind of joked and said it's kind of the Staten Island of Boston. All right. Yeah, my mother's from Revere. Yeah, exactly. My grandmother grew up on Bates Street, and in yep. ever since I was a little kid, my grandfather, or my grandmother, would always take me up, and we'd either get you know Bianca's uh, you know pizza, or we would get. Or we'd go and get roast beef sandwiches at, at Kelly's ever since I could I could walk. So the roast beef three-way is is an important sandwich to to North Shore folks. And we Johnny and I have done a competition or two. Uh, or eating. I think we did one from Tessie's yeah. uh, in uh, Tewksbury. It was a monster one yeah. that, that, that we did. So talk to us about when you debuted that sandwich and the feedback you got from people. Sure. So the roast beef sandwich, oh shit, um, kind of spawned from the fact that we weren't going through top rounds as fast as we wanted to. Mm -hmm. So I had the meat and we're like, let's make a sandwich. And obviously the first thing that comes to mind with the top round is make roast beef. So we started, um, I mean, everyone in this, like North Shore eats roast beef sandwiches. They all know what they are. Um, the trick or the, not the issue with them, but it's one of those things like first and foremost, everyone has their home shop. Everyone has their shop that they have nostalgia with. It's their comfort sandwich that they eat. Um, so regardless of where else you get the sandwich, no matter how good the sandwich is, whatever sandwich you eat, that is your home shop. Nothing is going to beat that. I have mine. Everyone has theirs. Regardless of how good my sandwich is, it's not going to be better than that one. Um, so that being said, 
I knew that there's a strict formula to this sandwich. It's James River barbecue sauce. It's yeah. mayonnaise and it's cheese. Yeah. You cannot screw with it. For the three-way, that is. Yes. <laughs> three-way, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, even if you don't do a three-way, if you just get it with sauce, it has to be James River barbecue sauce. It has to sauce. be. So, us being us, we're like, we're going to make our own barbecue sauce and it's going to be phenomenal. We're going to put it on an Anna Rose's brioche bun, which is like some of the best friggin' bread on earth. <laughs> so, we did it. And it was a good sandwich, and people were giving a shit right off the bat. No and James River, get, right? No James River, no onion bun. So right, right. We ordered cases of James River, Picky and then New Englanders right down that black <laughs> hole, and and we're right into it. Yep. Um, and then yeah, that there's a group on Facebook that someone in that group ate the sandwich that we did. Yep, and North, it just exploded. North Shore exploded. beefs, right? Something Absolutely like that. exploded. North Shore beefs, I think it is. North Shore beefs, yep. Andy yep. Ferg's group. Andy yep. Ferg's group, yeah, yeah. And it just and, and then once they put it on there, and now now is that, if anyone knows that group, there's a also a very very strict strict oh, yeah. posting formula yes. that if you yeah. don't post correctly with their algorithms, you get yes. shot on. Tremendously uh, yes. by everybody in the damn group, and he always yes. has at least twenty five thousand in a group. Even though Facebook and, will shut and, him and down, they're, and they're opening and up they're more. goddamn aggressive too. So oh, you don't want to screw up. They make I you feel I, bad. I, I, I posted once, and that was the last time I ever posted. But so, <laughs> I, but, I mean, but listen, this is take the, the heat, could you? warranty. You and Lisa, because you went your own way with this thing, which is a very and, and, and listen. I had no idea what this sandwich was all about when, you know, four years ago when we moved from California to New England. And I've, and I'm far from an expert uh, because I didn't grow up with it, right? Like you said, yeah. mm-hmm. people grew up with their local stores and they got their favorites and it's so ingrained. I think it's an incredible testament that you guys went your own direction and have really consistently uh, been either, you know, the num- number one on that, uh, on, on Ferg's group, or I think another one just came out that you guys were top five. Um, and that wasn't ranking. I mean, you could have very well been the, the, the favorite, but there it is. It's, it's, it's an incredible testament. So you yeah. talked about doing, you know, 20 sandwiches a day. Um, I know for a while you guys were just doing beefs on Friday. You had to move it to Saturday probably because so many people that worked on Friday want, I mean, lines, people <laughs> lining up or down the street. And I heard three far. hours before you opened, you had people lined up outside. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. the funny thing is, it's the shittier the weather, the more people are outside. So if there's a blizzard or a monsoon or like anything like that, that's more us. people will be standing outside waiting. It's it's unbelievable. That's us it's, New Englanders. We're sick in the head. We want It's, it's you know? humbling. It's insane. But um, that puts the pressure on us that we have to perform every single week and it has to be perfect. And that's what Lisa is amazing at. She is a perfectionist. She hand assembles these sandwiches, her, nobody else, her. She does it by herself, 200 to 250 sandwiches on a day, on a day by herself. Yeah. And just to confirm, you did go to the James River and you are doing the more traditional oh, yeah. now. So you're, oh, giving, yeah. you're giving people what they want. I did, yes. Against your 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 original plans, but still, yep. that's what they yep. want. I mean, like you, you know, you make the the patrons happy, give them what they want. Yeah, right. Yeah, we threw a picture of it up on screen there while you guys were having to it chat about it, so that everyone could monstrous. see that thing is how much, amazing. How many, is there over a pound of beef in your in your sandwich? So the meat we weigh out every portion. The it's eight ounces, half pound, half pound, and then when the sandwich is complete, it weighs just a hair over a pound or right at a pound. 
Straight up American cheese. Yeah. American cheese, mayo, James River. That's it. That's it. That's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, and, and by the way, you know, separate subject. Mm. If, if you guys want to see, you know, and, and again, it's not only sandwiches, right? They're, they're a butchery. But go to their Instagram feed. I mean, you're talking about some beautiful, beautiful pictures and the picture that Chrissy just put up. That, that That's beef also picture. Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lisa's, yeah. got the little, Lisa's got a little background in the, the, the social media world and all that, right? Correct. Correct. It, uh, it, she, no, go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that she, my wife, Lisa, is Pork and Pines Boston. She does a fantastic job with um, local food and uh, beer as well. Um, she, yeah. So she, she was able to apply that to the butcher shop. And I mean, even before the shop was open, she was able to create a buzz and, and create an Instagram and a following. We had like a thousand followers before the doors even opened. Awesome. Um, so yeah. It, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, that's a testament to her hard work and, and skill with that and, and being able to, you know, take social media and use it as a weapon and not like her personally, like she's doing this, not a company. We're not paying anyone. So she's able to balance work and social media, both her personal account and the shop account, and and pull that off. And it's it's pretty freaking impressive. Yeah. Really. It's, it's not easy. Social media is is work. It's constant marketing. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of freaking work, and it only works if you do it consistently. Correct. That's, That's the other part. You have you, to be consistent. And you have to use all <laughs> facets of that too. You can't just post. You got to use no. the stories. You got to do the reels. You know, yes. you got to do these little, you got to go live every once in a while. Like yep. the algorithms like that. And the more that you use all their bells and whistles, the more that they're going to feature you. 100%. At least that's what I'm finding on my research. It's just hard to do all yes. of that on all of your platforms. Yeah. It's, it takes Correct. a lot of work, right? Well, you guys are doing a great job. I'll tell Thank you that. You. So, so Warren, we got uh, obviously we're uh, we're we're in the holiday season, which is obviously a busy season for you guys. Roasts and prime ribs and charcuterie, which you uh, you guys, I got a couple of boards from you guys last uh, last Christmas. Um, if people want to, you know, what are you guys focusing on right right now? If people want to get something special from you for uh, for their Christmas cook, what what do they need to know? What do you got going on? So Christmas is kind of a thing like all across the board. It's not like Thanksgiving or Easter where it's kind of you're narrowed down to like a turkey or like a lamb ham kind of thing. Christmas is like full on chaos with what people are ordering. It's anything, you know, tenderloin, standing ribs, pork crown roasts, ducks, goose. Um, We have literally orders for everything. Just absolutely (laughs) whatever people can imagine they're they're cooking. And it's, it's Christmas is a fun one. Cause it's a variety. It's not just one thing. It's like, I get to make, you know, a couple crown roasts of pork, which are so fun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty much anything, it's a uh, anything you want, holiday. you can hundred percent do. Yeah. And yeah. I have a bunch of charcuterie that I've made. That's about to be ready to go in the next week or so. Um, so a lot of these boards are going to have our house cured meats on it as well as pates and terrines and things that we've made here. Your, bo- your, bo- um, your boards are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Very Thank you. fantastic work. I think I filled up on charcuterie last year and I couldn't even eat my uh, prime rib. So it happens. My wife also, she makes a phenomenal charcuterie board. She made it for Thanksgiving. And I was like, by the time we we're ready for the turkey, I was like, <sighs> I can't 
nitrates <laughs> filled with nitrates. My eyelids were exploding with salt. You know what I mean? It was just like so damn good, though. So damn oh, yeah. good. Got to have a good buffer between the charcuterie board and the main course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this is the buffer. Little- <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, nice couple of drinks. Little IPA good. buffer, you know, never hurt palate, nobody. Palate cleanser. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Good. Well, as we, as we, I think, get ready to wrap up, right, Greg? Uh, Warren, yeah. anything else you want to tell, tell the folks about? Coming up in twenty twenty, the holidays. The holidays. I mean, if, if anyone's listening and trying to order, we're cutting off on Thursday. Um, <laughs> you heard <laughs> if it. We're gonna order. Get it done now. Order up. <laughs> good timing. Good timing. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah. I, at any time, we could do pretty much anything you want. Um, so you know, if you if you have an idea of something you want to try, be it a big piece, a small piece, anything, we can we can do it for you. Um, so just awesome. yeah, call us, talk it out. We'll get it done. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Warren. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, Amazing. appreciate you joining, brother. Good seeing you. Uh, happy holidays. I'm sure I'll probably see you and Lisa be, between now and uh, yeah. Christmas, but uh, happy holidays, and uh, um, thanks for joining. Yeah, I'm in oh Wakefield. God, I'm in Wakefield, so I need to get my ass up there to see you. We live in Wakefield. Do you really? Yeah. You want me to bring shit home? I'll deliver it to you. <laughs> Dude, why don't you just yeah. bring shit over and let's smoke it at my house someday? Yeah, there's a lot of people from that area. We just meet them at Honeydew by the head of the lake. I live right there. I live so do right down. Where do you live? I live right by the I live right by the Dole Bear School. No shit, dude. You're like two seconds from me, dude. All right, we'll have to talk offline before people people you know uh, try to mug us later because they know our addresses. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk offline and we'll 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 definitely catch up, bro. Perfect. Good Thank stuff, you guys. So much. All right, hold on with all us right, while Warren. we do the outro, Warren. We'll be right back. All right, got you. Well, that was fun. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm that was awesome. hungry. I'm hungry now. Dude. You know, listen, great, great, great people. Um, uh, love, love again, supporting, you know, small businesses and yep. listen, uh, Warren said you have until Thursday. So North shore folks, whatever you, you want to get something special in. And again, I'll, I'll co-sign on their charcuterie boards. They're, they're pretty awesome. Uh, if you're having folks over and you want, you know, you want something nice and boom, ready to go. Uh, that was fun. That was Big awesome. G. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. So next week, what are we doing? Yes. It's the show before Christmas. It's the Christmas show. Mags is not in until the following week. It's going to be a free-for-all. I say we get a little crazy for next week. Yes, I'm down. Are you down? Are you I have some ideas. Oh, boy. Okay. We'll talk offline because Chrissy will yell at me if I talk online. I, I will, I, but I will tell you that at least, at least Chrissy... We got to get the um, cocktails with C Mac uh, back on next week. I will be uh, cocktails with C Mac. Something a little more sweet uh, and fruity for my palate, hopefully. Hundred yes, percent coming back. Yes, Ooh. I got. I've already got it dialed in. I got oh, you. More than one I'm cocktail happy. will be happening. So anyway, yeah. right. thanks for joining us this week, guys. Catch the yes. audio. Uh, catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Catch the audio anywhere podcasts can be found. Don't forget to like rate review hit the subscribe button and check down below all the links to our show social media and modern butcher info yep it's all in there already down i did something right today autumn that's all we got (laughs) we love you baby we love you i know i love you guys love you chrissy and until next week c-mac keep keep the smoke rolling baby woohoo
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.